0: On this episode of Big Drive Energy, we've got an interview with Nick Mertz, the creator and co-founder of the greatest golf brand in the world, Pins and Aces. We talked to him about how it got started, any challenges he's faced, and when they knew they officially made it. And it's all brought to you by none other than Pins and Aces. All right, let's tee it up.
1: Hello, friends. Welcome to this tradition unlike any... (laughs) The ground. What was that? Did somebody scream "mashed potatoes"? That was mashed.
0: Welcome into this special edition of Big Drive Energy, brought to you by our sponsor the legends over at Pins and Aces, and we got a special episode for you guys today. We are sitting with the godfather of Pins and Aces, none other than Nick Mertz, the creator, co-founder. Pins and Aces is our official sponsor, like we said. We've told you guys before, we can't keep the stuff in the pro shop at the Valley of Fun. We just did a reorder for like five grand. we are out of ball markers, we're out of head covers, we're out of clothing. People love it. You guys got to check it out. Go to pinsandaces.com. And if you use our promo code BDE, you're getting 15% off plus free shipping. So make sure you check that out. They got the beer sleeve. It fits seven beers. That usually only lasts us about nine holes, but good thing you get to go at the turn, refill it. You don't have to use the shitty bag that the course gives you. You got your own. So. Make sure to check out pinsandaces.com. Use that promo code BDE and you're getting 15% off your first
1: order and free shipping. So, Nick, welcome to the show, man. Yeah, thank thanks you.
0: for uh thanks for coming out and talking to us. Yeah,
1: thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to it. I've listened to the podcast and obviously watch your guys's content on uh TikTok and Twitter. <laughs> uh so I'm a big fan.
0: Dude, what's funny is like we get like 70 year old dudes. I, I got asked to take a picture with somebody in a, our bar at the golf. Club. Really? And really? I was like, this is, this is like too much. Like <laughs> I was
2: like, what the fuck is going on here? So I got to ask, uh, we'll start with like the hard hitting questions. Yeah, who's, who's funnier me or Spencer? <sighs>
1: <laughs> you, you know, it's different. I like his dry humor when you come into the pro shop. For and you're, sure. You know, kind of acting like a tool, <laughs> like the, the guys that come in, you know? So that's that's good that you guys are both funny in your own right.
2: We we just assumed that I would be better at playing the tool. So, and it's kind of weird, but like, and we don't really know TikTok. Like, I feel yeah. old. I'm 27 and I feel old being on TikTok. But yeah. yeah, it's a fucking, like, there's billions of people on it. You can't not be on it. Right. Um, but we noticed that, like... When I played the douchebag role more, and he played the the like self loathing pro shop guy, that uh, we tended to get more views, and so we kind of yeah. stuck with that. But yeah, we played around with he he has a tough time not laughing. Like that's
1: a couple takes oh, on those or what? Yeah, and
0: we want to do like we we've decided we're gonna do like an outtake TikTok of right. just some of the shit because we take pretty much all the videos just on our phone. And then obviously put it into TikTok. Crippin. Versus like some people try to take TikToks in TikTok. Yeah, I can't and then, that. yeah, it's impossible. So we've been doing it on our phone, and then we have all these outtakes. But um, I don't know if you saw the one where he came in. And we did like the crying face. Yeah, we had to record that like 15 times because I had to close my eyes and record him because I was laughing so fucking oh, hard, shit. looking at the screen <laughs> like that shit was. Yeah, so like good. we
2: legitimately not to like toot our own horns, but we get a kick out of it, so it's like fun doing it anyways. Yeah. And it's like a little bit of comic relief for all the bullshit we have to deal with from just the general public. It's, so.
1: it's funny, too, because some of those you've had a couple that have gone viral. Right. A couple million views on some of them. Yeah. And like the most random people would text me and be like, look at these guys like they're wearing your hat. Like, they, you know, so <laughs> it's funny how like the reach spreads and people see it that, you know, so it's. it's Dude, it's funny.
2: what's in the craziest thing I think I've heard was. So my girlfriend lives in New Jersey and all of her business partners are like big golfers. Mm-hmm. And so one of her coworkers asked her cuz she like he asked about me and then she told him I did a, like a golf podcast whatever. And so he went and listened to our podcast and he goes, "Is that the guy from TikTok?" Like and he knew I will, and in fucking New Jersey, like yeah. that blows my mind cuz right? I figure like we get a lot of people here in Colorado that know who we are and if you're in the golf Colorado scene on Golf Talk or whatever. But just the the fact that like somebody in a completely different state knew who I was, I was like that's so fucking weird to me. So, yeah. it's been a uh, it's been a wild ride so far. But yeah, and it's like it's when we get
0: like all the high schooler tournaments, like that's the worst because it's like every fucking one of them. I'm like, god damn it. Yeah, and their <laughs> and par- their parents
2: are. are like, what are their videos about? And we're like, don't show them. Like this. This is not going to end well. They're going to take your TikTok away. If you see this. Shit. And some people have started fucking with
0: us cause they've seen them and they'll do the shit that we do in them. And I'm like about to pop off oh, and yeah, they yeah, know. Yeah.
2: And then they're like, nah, I'm just fucking. Yeah. With you. yeah, they yeah. Like they're oh, like, what funny. where's the first T, what's course record? And I'm, I'm like, give him like a look and I like, gotcha. I'm like, fuck <laughs> off. But no, it's good. Um, so let's talk a little bit about, well, we're going to talk a lot about your brand. Um, so first things first, like what, how, how did Pins and Aces come about? Like, what was your vision for it? And what were kind of some of the behind-the-scenes things that took it to where it is today?
1: Right, yeah. So, good question. Um, so, Thank Pins you. and Aces. Yeah. <laughs> good starting You're off not going to get any more from him. <laughs> yeah, say. none. No, no more compliments. Uh, Pins and Aces started um, a few years ago. Probably 2018 is really when we had the concept. My, my brother-in-law and I, John. John played college football at CU. He was a middle linebacker. Um, and so when we started working together in another business and another e-commerce business, uh, we kind of had some side project, kind of like, let's put some things on Amazon, let's start something online. And some of the Amazon products started to do, do okay. And, um, then we, I bought a, I think it was like a Callaway Epic driver. And I mean, it was like the worst head cover possible. It's like this ugly lime green, yep, yep. terrible, didn't go with the bag. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to go find a head cover. And the head covers were, I thought boring and still super expensive, you know, great quality from some of the other head cover guys that are handmade real leather, all that good stuff, but like they're like 150 yeah, bucks. Yeah, it's exactly. Like I'm not, I'm, I want a new head cover, but I don't want to spend 150 bucks and they get jacked at the course and different things, you know, so we made a few different head covers. Um, and then, uh, we made the Trump head cover and that kind of was like, that was a cool product that started selling a bunch. Um, and then we kind of expanded the line beyond head covers. And then in 2020, before COVID kind of hit, we had uh, started to kind of play with apparel. And I can really dive into the story. Previous life, I worked for a mannequin company. Uh, someone's got to make mannequins, right? <laughs> someone someone does. right? Uh, and it was a really big mannequin company. I'd go to China and Mexico a lot, in uh, Asia, Taiwan. I'd go to different places uh, to work with the apparel factories to make the mannequins fit their clothes, right? So we had a lot of good connections overseas. And we started making you know working with different fabrics different cuts that we would want to see in a polo um didn't know how well they would do and then COVID hit and the only thing you could do was play golf and explosion the the rest is kind of history there yeah well
0: first of all on the mannequins do you choose if they have a six pack or is like can you make chubby (laughs) ones like now they're making like (laughs) they need to make a thicker one yeah yeah, like mitchell is like two mannequins put together (laughs)
1: Yeah. So it's, it's funny like this, I I haven't been in the business since 2015 or 16. It was a long time ago. People have gotten significantly
2: fatter since then. So (laughs) keep that in mind. You know, the
1: body positivity and all that stuff, but (laughs) the, that we, we would do plus size mannequins. So we'd be like, okay, like big and the big and tall store. Right. I don't know. You know, they have a bunch of stores, It's like a chain. They would order mannequins from us and they would want a bigger mannequin. It's like, okay. Um, and they come in and you, we actually take a big block of clay and sculpt it and sculpt the mannequin to their to their liking so you make a guy who's kind of burly no he doesn't have abs he's like well he's supposed to be a 275 pound (laughs) dude like of course he doesn't have abs He's it's got like, a bag he, of ruffles in his yeah. left hand, but he doesn't exactly. have fucking abs. So even those big mannequins that you see, like, yeah, they want to be potty positive, but go lift up a shirt on a big and tall mannequin. He's got six pack, you know? Seriously. So all, yeah, yeah. Skinny fat.
0: Yeah. We yeah. have a, we have a mannequin in our shop and we call him Manny Quinn and uh, he's <laughs> fucking ripped. Yeah. And I'm like, and people, it's, uh, it's the most uncomfortable situations I've had is when I'm trying to change him like in the middle of the day yeah. and somebody walks in and I'm like, fucking he's like him. legs up gra- and right in front him. <laughs> (laughs) yeah i'm like holding i'm like trying to get the pants up on him so he's like i feel like this is
2: assault somehow or something (laughs) yeah it's some weird deal
0: um so creating so you started with head covers and like do all these ideas like do you guys have like now you're a fucking huge team like we've been up to the warehouse it's it was funny because we came up there before we went to the waste management and Mm. got some stuff from you guys did a couple tiktoks there right um got some awesome stuff and then it was like, and then warehouse is kind of like not empty, but it was like, you could tell like, you know, it's winter in Colorado. I mean, you're selling it everywhere, but then when, when I went up there a couple of weeks ago, I was like, holy shit, like yeah. <laughs> the amount of stuff, like, so do you guys in design, design form have like a team? Like, did you start building a team or are most of these designs, like just shit you think of, or is there like a team around you now that's like kind of putting these ideas out there? Yeah.
1: Well, uh, you know, luckily, um, you know, our general manager and, uh, he's now a, a, a partner in the business, Alex, he had a good design background. He went to school for industrial design, so he kind of helped some of the designs. And then we would outsource them, you know, you'd go online and you could find uh, people who are making, you know, different designs for other brands, message them and say, can you make us a design? And we would do that. Um, now we have a, a team, uh, two full time designers, uh, three photographers that are making those designs and we'll come up with something like I might see something online or it might, you know, pop culture might be relevant, something that we want to come out with. Uh, we can move on that pretty quickly. But yeah, now we have a team that kind of makes all those designs. Yeah.
2: How, how cool does that have to be to be in that position where you just like see something and you're like i want something like that and then other people to, like and then all of a sudden you have something and you're like holy shit this yeah. is insane
1: it's cool from taking it to like a concept to you know an ideation to an actual finished product that's pretty fun to see that and we move super quick you know we've got stuff that comes up and like the collabs we've done bud light was it was a huge one for us uh, working with them and then Obviously, I just gave you guys those Zippo polos, so we're coming out with a Zippo so sick. collab uh, on Friday. I don't know when this will air, but...
0: This will air when, Wednesday. So okay. tomorrow,
1: collab tomorrow. in collab,
0: <laughs> Yeah, tomorrow. So, collab in two days. Yeah. Zippo. Like, I'm looking at this polo right now, and I'm telling you that thing's going to sell out pretty fucking yeah, quickly, it's,
1: it, it's it, Yeah, it'll be pretty cool. But you know, someone like a brand like Zippo wanting to work with us, it's pretty fun, and they are like, hey, we want to have this for summer. We want to go, 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 go right now. And that kind of started at you know april may ish and you know just a couple months later we've got product ready to go
2: well it seems like especially this day and age where ever like the internet if you don't see something for five minutes it's it could already be gone you know like so you have to be on top of things right when they happen like jumping on donald Trump stuff or jumping on jumping on a trend like trends just come in and out so quickly that like sure. as a as a product as a company that makes clothing and things like that you have to if you want to get something out that's like relevant to anything in that current time you have to be on top of it like you can't drop it six months later and expect it to hit the same so that that kind of seems like where the industry like and that was kind of another question i had because i know at dnvr here we make i mean we keep some designs like in the backlogs or whatever but then there's certain shirts that are just designed like that day or that night or whatever and then they're put out for sale that that, and they get there in like two weeks or whatever. So right. as a, like, have you guys gotten to the point where you're just stockpile, like keeping stock of a certain run of shirts or do you pretty much have all purchase orders in line before you go to produce them? I
1: no. Guess? I, yeah. So, um, I'm not going to say good question. Don't want I was just, Hey, on. so <laughs> You know our, our our business model has been kind of um, always the e commerce play, right? So online direct to consumer. Yeah. Um, that there's a great it's a great model for many reasons, but our wholesale has grown tremendously. Uh, we call them green grass accounts, like what you guys have at the Valley, right? I mean, those kind of pro shops are are great for us. Yeah. Um, so there's more of a forecasting thing that needs to be done, but we've always uh embrace the limited factor of our designs and polos where hey once they're gone they're gone yeah uh some of our like evergreen polos that we keep in stock those are great sellers people love them we'll keep some of those in stock but for the most part 90 percent of what we sell it, once it's gone it's gone and that's intentional like the zippo collab once it's gone that's not coming back we may do another collab with them like we did with bud light but it's going to be a different design and we're, for we're sure. not going to inventory we're going to have a set number and then we're going to sell out of it.
2: Oh, we're very much in that day and age, too, where if something is limited, it makes it that much more valuable. Right. Like, yeah. y- if you know, if anybody can have it, nobody wants it. You know what I mean? Right. And so, yep. that you, I, f- I feel like that's a very smart way to go about things. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Has there ever been an idea that you guys have um, flirted with that you just didn't decide to do? Like, you thought it was too you know how the culture we live in nowadays like did you get to a point too edgy was there something that you were like oh my god i really want to do this but we probably can't
1: there you know not too many of them but there's definitely been a few i won't say here but um definitely a couple of them where it's like you know we have now we have such this huge huge fan base and i think michael jordan said it best you know try not to be too political on it but you know he was asking that you know why don't you give your political affiliation it's like well Republicans buy shoes too. If you <laughs> right. alienate with a one product and people will get so offended by it, which we don't really care too much about it, but, um, you know, we, we want to make sure that all the customers support the brand, like, like what we're selling. So we're care- a little bit more careful than maybe we used to be with it. Uh, but for the most part, no, if we're coming out with something that's funny, we think is good. We're going to put it up there and we're going to sell it. I
2: love that. Cause there's, there's definitely two sides to that coin where you want to have that freedom to just kind of put out whatever you want. And like, not like that suck it mentality, but it's like, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't like, you yeah, know, but then sure. there's also part of it too, where you're like, why? Cause I'm not very, and I don't think Spencer is either like sharing your personal, like political views or you you know, what's, what's really the point? Like, what are you accomplishing? There's no need to, to put your foot in the ground in like a public way
1: and like alienate a certain right.
2: consumer. It's like, what the fuck's the point in that?
1: Well, and I think also, you know, so many people, everything is so politicized now. I mean, every little topic, it someone has to take a stand on it. And I think a lot of people, especially with golf, they kind of want to get away from that. You know, it's like, why is ESPN so political? And why do they have this bias towards a certain group? Just, you know, end that just people yeah. want to go there for sports. They don't want to, they want to get away from the politics or to the division. So, Um, you know, that's kind of why, why we stand there as well. I love that. Well,
0: and you guys like talking about going through your timeline, you guys came in at the perfect time of golf too. Mm -hmm. Like I think 10 years ago, you know, you have a group of, you have a a pretty big group of people in terms of not even just the online presence, but just the the market that it's in. And you guys kind of took the market by storm of like now all the like you know, I'm wearing a foot joy shirt, but like the lame foot lamer companies in terms of their Their apparel are starting to do like prints and shit like that and you guys were ahead of that But you're still so different than that and so much of a higher level that There's everybody still wants your stuff And that's the thing is like we see 70 year olds that buy your stuff and then like the high schoolers love it like that's you guys reach such a wide range of people and now with the, the demographic playing golf now, it's so much different than it was for even four years ago before COVID started that like you guys just struck lightning in a bottle. I right. feel like with that.
1: Right. Yeah. I think our, our kind of tagline that we've come up with in the last couple of weeks is golf for everyone. So, you know, it's, it's the seven year old dude or it's the, the, you know, the high school kid wanting to, to rock our stuff. I mean, we don't have a preference. I mean, if you right. if you wear it, great, you know? Um, <laughs> so yeah, that, that's been fun. Hell yeah. Well,
0: well you got to tell uh, our listeners about the the greatest membership in history, and that's, oh. that's uh, the membership <laughs> that you guys have, the uh, Crooked Dick Country Club. Crooked
1: Dick. Okay, so this is this is actually a funny story. So uh, one of my best friends, his name is John Dick, and uh, real name, it's his real last name. Um, he, and uh, right out of college, he worked for a company called Siemens, so it's like even funnier. Dick is Siemens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh so anyways he's got this uh unfinished basement and in his unfinished basement he has the shittiest simulator set up you know the cheap knockoff simulator brand he's got the bed sheet up he's got the you know the casting couch in the corner and you know so it's, it's just it's just funny setup uh, you know eight foot seat you can't even swing a club in it anyways he calls he called that uh crooked dick country club and um so it was kind of like a playoff crooked stick right and yeah so crooked dick because his name's dick so I was like, hey, hey buddy, I'm gonna monetize this for myself. <laughs> hey, thanks for the you fucking You get nothing. Great thanks for yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah, idea. Yeah, he gets unlimited crooked dick merch though. He needs crooked dick merch. <laughs> I think those it. royalties are acceptable. Right, yeah, exactly. So um, so anyways, we we made the design of like the crooked dick and that was kinda right when we were kinda starting to to, to you know, blow up a little bit. And we launched that, and it went crazy. I mean, the Crooked Dick marker is hilarious. Yeah. It's funny. It's a good marker. Because at like first a real it just looks level.
2: like a dog leg, right, or yeah. whatever, and then all of a sudden it's a dick. Yeah. The
1: more you look at it, the more you're like, hey, Ex- what's going on? Exactly. Here, you know? It takes
2: you like 10 seconds, and you're like, this is fucking hilarious. So. Right.
1: So then um, last year we expanded that, and actually we have a Crooked Dick uh, Country Club membership uh, that is... Uh, I think right now it's like ninety nine bucks a year. It Gets you like an exclusive polo, a bag tag that you know if you go to a course you get a uh, like a member bag tag. So you get a Crooked Dick member bag tag. Oh my tag. God, dude, um, I need that. And a couple other things. And then uh, if you're a member, you get like exclusive access to our limited drops. So a lot of our limited stuff, like the Zippo stuff, will sell out, you know, in probably twenty minutes, I guess. Um, so that goes on to the Crooked Dick members first uh, a day earlier. So that's a benefit for them. And then plus like some freebies, we send them shirts, stickers, hats, different things that we do, uh, for the members in that program. But, um, yeah, that's pretty, it's pretty funny. That's expanded on. That's fucking (laughs) legendary, dude. I
2: love that. Um, so you mentioned Bud Light, Zippo, like companies like that, I'm sure they probably come to you to collab. Like, do you have a, a like, I don't know your background growing up with sports or anything, but do you have like a, a brand or a company that you'd love to collab with and like make you know what i mean like make polos for
1: yeah so um yeah so the bud light thing was funny because we had started um you know with COVID and started to blow up and do all this stuff and the apparel was going great and i was just working one one night late at the warehouse um because we had another job you know full-time job this was just kind of a thing on the side so we'd go to the warehouse late at night ship orders And I was just checking Instagram, and Bud Light slid into the DMs and was like, hey, we'd love to do a collab with you guys. And we were pretty small, like, at that point, to be honest. That's got to be, like,
2: one of the best DMs you've ever gotten. it was
1: awesome. I was like, this is crazy. Look, Bud Light messaged us. (laughs) Like, I don't uh, know how you
2: met your wife, but getting a DM (laughs) from Bud Light that they want to do merch, like... And I don't want to hate, but I'm a Coors Light guy, so I was like, I really wish there was, like, some Coors, like you know hopefully
1: that's down the line but you know you know it's funny and we've we tried to to work with coors a few years ago and they just didn't want to do it and then of randomly bud light like messages a couple months later and they've been a great partner and um you know they've been great to work with and we've been doing this kind of running it back every year and that's uh, it's led to like you know we're with travis kelsey and george kittle huge fans we do stuff with them they have their tight end university that bud light sponsors and you know we're part of that but those guys yeah definitely reach out the Zippo one reached out. There's a couple others that we have. Um, and to answer your question, uh, you'll have to see in like September, October. Ooh. Um, but there is some absolute gas coming. Uh, Fuck yeah. Uh, the the second half of this year, um, with people we wanted to work with, and it's it's gonna be crazy. That's it's fucking sick, fun. dude. Yeah. Dude, yeah. That's... I'll tell you off off air. Oh, Fuck per- yeah. Uh, perfect. <laughs> love I that. love that. Yeah. Um.
0: So when was the moment? Like, I mean, let's be real here. You guys have fucking made it. You're killing it. When was that moment where you're like. Holy shit. This isn't like a hot, like I'm going to tell my day job to go fuck itself.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> probably fuck it right in the face. Yeah. Probably like last year, um, uh, on, uh, probably, probably like last November, you know, we came out with the beer sleeve, um, last June or July. And that was just an idea I had with seeing a beer cuda. you know, they're popular in the nineties, like those big beer sleeve yeah. that had a strap that you could bring like snowboarding or whatever and held like 12 beers. I was like, this would be like, if we could hide this in a golf bag, it would be, so we made a couple of samples. That didn't fit. Then we got it like perfect dimensions. It fit in a golf bag. Great. And that product like blew up. And unfortunately there's so many copycats and people are knocking it off and we're in, you know, lots of different, uh, legal stuff. With, but you're like the, OGs. Sending the OG out,
0: sending out C and D's
2: like uh, old men at C&Ds strip clubs left and right.
1: So <laughs> do you guys have any like properties
2: on that that are, Oh yeah. Okay. So, like
1: Trademarks, copyrights. Yeah. Um, those are actually more valuable than patents these days because there's so many easy ways to get around a patent yeah. and change something a little bit. And then it's, you know, not, not proprietary anymore, but, um, so probably like last November we had just a killer. We, we almost did as much in that one month. Was it was like and, a black Friday kind of thing. Yeah. Like black Friday, cyber Monday, you know, Christmas gifts okay. type thing. That whole month, just like it, we did more revenue in that month than we did like the, the previous, eight month, nine months ten no months. shit so it yeah. just popped it just popped yeah and then i was like um and then i think we got uh verified on instagram a couple of, you know the cool kids want to get the blue check mark um, <laughs> we're still working on that you know so that was like okay that was that was pretty cool to like have those two things back to back and and from there yeah that's kind of when we knew we, we had something special here yeah that it like
0: i feel like that's got to be just the best feeling because like you grind it and like just from like you said, from this origin origin point of you just wanting a fucking cooler head cover than your stupid epic, right? To like you know yeah. creating what you've created today. Um, what's your favorite? we'll just go strictly polo. What's your favorite polo designer? You think like, I mean, it's fucking hard because there's, but there's, is there one that like sticks out to you where you're like, Oh yeah, I fucking,
1: yeah. I, was fire. I think, I think for me, like, honestly, it was last year we did a Bud Light seltzer polo and I, I love that polo. Uh, that was a really good one. We did an alien invasion polo. Um, really like that one i like Yeah, we couldn't
0: even get that one by the time like we got around to like our order being in the shop like we i I ordered that from justin yeah Um, he came out to the course and we did a whole thing and then
1: you guys were already out of it i was like i I know that one went crazy um and then i really like the colorado polo we made this colorado polo with the mountains and the colorado sea uh crest it was really it's a really cool polo we still have some of those left but um yeah, I mean, I but I'm biased. I like all of our shit. If yeah. I'm gonna sell it, and we're gonna put it up there. Uh, you know, I think it's great. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, absolutely. They're all my favorites.
0: We'll get back to Nick Mertz, but we want to tell you guys about DraftKings Sportsbook. Being in Colorado, being able to bet on sports is freaking awesome. Nick knows that. We know that. And you can get in on all the hottest sports action and a shot at cold hard cash at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Bet on your favorite sports all summer long and gear up for football season. It's right around the corner. We got the Hall of Fame game this week. Right now, all new customers can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get another shot at the big win, so two shots at one big payout. Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, there's so many betting options on the DraftKings Sportsbook. Make sure you check it out now. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the promo code DNVR. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's code DNVR only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Risk-free bet. Paid out of form of non-withdrawable free bet token. Max $1,000. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. A gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. We also want to tell you about our friends over at Manscaped. Manscaped is the best men's grooming in the world. I was saved by Manscaped and the Crop Mop the other day. I was playing a tournament down in at the Air Force Academy and man it was hot I don't normally get too hot but luckily I brought my special little travel pack of the crop mop and I was able to get that wiped get the spot get the area uh, not smelling as bad by the end of the round And we collected our trophies after firing a crisp 51 uh, 21 under in a scramble so make sure you are checking out Manscaped.com using the promo code DNVR and you're getting 20 percent off your order plus free shipping it really is the best grooming product there is on the market, Lawnmower 4.0 gets all the spots you can't get, and it has a light on it so you can see exactly what you're doing the entire time when you're in the shower, over the toilet, whatever that may be. You're getting your area cleaned up, you're mowing your lawn, and you're keeping your lawn clean for whoever gets to enjoy it. All right, back to Nick Mertz.
2: So we've kind of found this with even like some of our videos, and anything you put out in the public, I think, um, there's always going to be some things that you really like that don't do as well as things... you. You know what i mean yeah. like there's some things that you're like that's pretty cool i don't like i'm not obsessed with it but then it murders it mm-hmm. and then there's some things where you're like holy shit this is like my firstborn child like i love this right and people don't feel the same way have you ran into that with any of your polos or do they all pretty much just pop anymore
1: a couple of them we had like a a red camo polo that like didn't hit as th- hard as i thought it would but you know again we kind of have this limited mentality so we don't have a ton of like extra inventory really of, of anything. Um, but yeah, sure. Some polos I think would sell or, or any product would sell better and others. I'm like, you know, what is this? We did have, when we, when we first launched the head covers, we tried, we tried to do this donut head cover. It was hilarious. Um, we brought in like, I don't know, 500 head covers or something. of this donut. It was supposed to look like a long John with like pink fraud. It looked like, it looked like a fucking vagina. Okay. And, I'm like, this is, this is terrible. Like, what are we doing with it? Like, we are screwed. We just started the business. We have 500 vagina head covers. It's like, you're like, I just put my
2: life savings into these 500 vaginas.
1: Yeah. It's like, ah, sprinkled vagina head cover. It's just terrible. And, uh, and we, uh, I was like, we're never going to sell any of these. This is just so bad. And then some, some chick, I can't remember her name on the LPGA tour, uh, bought it and won a tournament and was using it and. They are like, look at this. They got it. They are like, look at this donut head cover she has. This is great. Like, and they were zooming in to see our logo. And then we like sold all of them. I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know. <laughs> Just
2: kind of <laughs> one of those things where you're like, thank God. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. We're not
1: doing that again, but fuck. Like,
2: yeah. dude, that's so good. I yeah. love that. So.
0: so with your Trump head covers, uh, obviously those kill where in our demo. Mm-hmm. Um, what has Donald Trump thought of those? Has he seen those?
1: Yeah, he has actually. It was funny. Um. He, yeah. yeah he so i was pretty worried about making that at first and being like ah, he's gonna get you know kind of pissed about it and he's
2: just so into himself that anything yeah, that's made sure. of him is for
1: sure is great Abso- absolutely absolutely <laughs> and we were like well you know because like barack obama had sent a cease and desist to somebody for making you know that like hope poster he made with like the blue and the mm, red or whatever yeah. you know when he was running and someone made that and did something else and he like sued him and said it was art, and then it put him in a really negative position. Like people were like, who cares? You're the president. Like no one, no one gives a shit. Let him sell his stuff. You're set for life. Like let somebody else do their thing. Exactly. And since then, like nobody's really ever said it. And there's like some rules around like public use and using, you know, president's face is legal and all this stuff. But we just got a call one day from uh, Eric Trump and was like, we got to get these in to uh, Trump international down in Florida. And I was like, all right. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And so, um, so they're, they're there. We do a custom Trump crest on the back for, for the course down there and obviously move a ton of them. And then I was actually, um, out at the, and you guys know PGA memes? Oh uh, yeah. PGA memes, well, right? we don't,
2: we don't know him specifically, but I know. So maybe we'll have to reach out. And yeah. He's like a, he's a, he's, a, he's a great
1: guy. Um, but he has a tournament, um, that he runs like the PGA memes challenge that we sponsor. And he had one of the events, the events at Bedminster, uh, where they just had the live tournament and trump was there saw him and he was rocking our the the fucking trump putter cover on his putter that's and I'm so like, sick really he's like he's, that he's is like rocking peak it? <laughs> yeah it's like yeah it was peak. It was cool to see him using it and now apparently i haven't seen the the picture of it but apparently on all his dri- his driver all his woods and his putter he's he's using the trump trump cover so like you said he's, he likes himself and you know that's <laughs> that's great go ahead and, and use it for sure
2: i fucking love that um so has the live Tour reach out to you about being the official apparel sponsor? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'd like to, I don't have a problem with they it. They throw y'all. you a fucking yeah. bag. Yeah. Throw me a bag. I'll take that that Saudi money. Sure. <laughs> right. It's yeah. all,
2: it's all fucking blood money anyway. Right. So like right. whatever it's, exactly.
1: that would be, I mean,
2: so from being in the golf industry and not necessarily in the playing eye or whatever, but what do you think of, cause we've talked about the live tour and I'm more on the side of like teach their own, you know. Everybody wants to be on this moral fucking high ground and you know, whatever. You want you do what you want to do, let somebody else do what they want to do, but from like would would you have any like reservations about having a an, uh, an apparel deal with somebody on the live tour?
1: No, I don't think so. Good um, question. Thank n- you. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm not <laughs> anymore. The uh <laughs> You know, I thought it was interesting. I saw this, uh, I think maybe Greg Norman posted it, but, it, you know, no, no company has said that it's not true. But there's apparently 27 sponsors of the PGA Tour that do over $40 billion with the Saudi Arabian government uh, per year. So 100%. In, in a back channel way, I mean, those guys are paying, you know, the Saudi fund that's now funding the Live Tour. And look, yeah, there's definitely some discretions and some things that, you know, maybe should be questioned, but— you know, at the end of the day, you can't blame the guys for going and getting that bag. Oh, you know? dude. I mean, if you're gonna offer me two hundred million dollars, I'm gonna go play there. And yeah. What mickelson's like forty over in his last eleven rounds and he's made two hundred million dollars. I yeah. think that was a good decision. Pat yeah, Perez well, shot
2: eighty in the final round in Portland and made nine hundred K. Yeah. <laughs> like I think that's everybody's dream job. That might I be the easiest so. job in the world. Yeah, yeah, and the giant middle finger from
0: Henrik Stenson this last weekend. He yeah. gets fucking taken off the Ryder cup captaincy. Oh yeah, I'll just win
2: fucking four million in yeah. one weekend. Yeah. Exactly. Um, have you reached out to Greg Norman about a crooked dick collab? Have you seen that dude's hog?
1: <laughs> that, did you catch that Instagram? <laughs> yeah, post? on the beach. But that's that would yeah. you,
0: that'd have to be just the massive straight dick.
1: Yeah, co- that would be the part yeah. six. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be like. That's I'm a sorry, I thought about that, and a a I was like, that's too good. Harder. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, (laughs) that's Um, the that's the new hole at but Rain Dance at 800 yard par five. You know they should name that after Greg Norman. Yeah, exactly.
2: Well, so let's talk a little bit about your golf background. Like, how old were you when you started playing golf? Where do you play golf now? Like, what's the state of your game?
1: Yeah. Um. So I start. I mean, I started playing golf real young. Um. Grew up in Longmont, playing at Fox Hill um that place is tough dude yeah it's a good it's a par 70 7,000 yard par 70 so it's a pretty good track it's uh, tight yeah it's tight good 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 challenge it's tight um, like the donut head cover exactly exactly <laughs> not as tight as that but the uh so you know grew up playing golf a bunch of golf um kind of a failed college golfer i'd say you know i wasn't i was probably low tier division one golfer didn't want to play division two Tried to where'd you um, play? I uh, well, I went to UNC my first two years. Okay, in Greeley, not not Chapel Hill. Yeah, <laughs> I really wanted to stay in Colorado. Um, and then, uh, you know, the coach who recruited me there, um, had a heart attack, and they brought in a new coach a couple years or a couple months. A couple Your golf weeks game was before. that bad, huh? Yeah, it was <laughs> that <laughs> bad. He didn't want to see that. <laughs> he um, almost
0: killed the
2: coach.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so you know, just didn't get along great with him. Uh, the CSU coach, uh, Jamie Bremel, brought me on at my junior year at CSU. And I just was not even cl- close enough to compete with those guys. He's like, Hey, you can work hard. You can, you can, you can try it work, you know, earn a spot on the team. You know, I'd love to send you to a Juco and bring you back up here. was like, I'm not doing that. Uh, loved college cashed in much. yeah i was like <laughs> hey i'm not gonna go i'm not gonna go pro and we have a, a you know buddy on our our staff uh, zakai brown he's a really good player dude
2: i've played with zakai uh, quite a yeah, few times he's, he's fucking insane he's good.
1: great he played at csu and he could like, We i'd go play with him he'd shoot 63 i'd shoot 75 it's like <laughs> okay that's you know that's a little that's the discrepancy where discrepancy is that's where i'm that's where i you know sign out so um so yeah anyways just uh i still love golf um and i probably play to like a scratch or a one you know pretty consistently now so like a plus uh, two but yeah, you just no. yeah no i can <laughs> shoot under par but like i shoot over par more than i shoot under par you know but don't really me eighties. So. <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: i don't know if you've heard about his game but it's it's very fair weather um i'm more of the guy who I got down to like a plus four at one, like when I turned, I turned pro and played mini tours and oh, shit. Oh, wow. Okay. where did you play in college? Um, I didn't, I turned pro when I was 19. So oh. I just like, I was talking to university of Colorado, Colorado Springs. I got into it really late because I, when I was 15, like my sophomore year of high school, I made state, but I could hardly break 80. And then my, I made a really big jump my junior year to like, I was like a three handicap my scoring average was like 75 and a half and then my senior year i was close to even par scoring average like all state blah 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 but it was so late that everybody had already been recruited like i i and i went to a small school out in elizabeth where i mean the two kids i really competed with was a kid named jake stiano oh yeah um i went to csu yeah and he's 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 better than me like he went low at a fucking young age the first tournament I ever played against him he's 14 he shot 64 yeah that's so crazy. that's yeah he's fucking insane but then the other kid Josh Seipel, I played against him and have you heard that name yeah, yeah. okay yeah I played with him quite a bit and he went on a four ride to Ole Miss to play golf yeah, and yeah. I and him and I would go back and forth I'd beat him when we and like there was that disconnect where I almost felt a little like not like I was you know taken for granted or you know like I was looked over but The fact that I was competing with guys like that and, like, got nothing, it kind of, like, motivated me a little bit. And then I turned pro and I had some sponsors and um, didn't really play that well on the mini tours. You Uh know, beat it around a little bit. Had some really fucking fun times. Met some really good friends. And then uh, now I'm a club pro. Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) I can still get it around pretty well. I'd still say I played, like, a plus two or three. But it just – I probably have played four rounds in the last month. So I just – And it's one of those things where I'm at the point now where the less I play, the more I enjoy it. So then even though some things are like not quite there, like the short game is usually one of the things where you can tell when you don't play. For sure. But usually I go out and I enjoy it a little bit more when I'm not playing as much. So then I sometimes play better. And then I really don't give a shit. You know, the more you practice, the more pressure you put on yourself then you're pissed off if you don't play well. So yeah. I've just kind of, like, detached myself from it, and it's made it
1: a little easier to live with. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. Set the expectations low. That's what I, that's what I do, and that's what I play the best. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
2: Then you can always fucking exactly. beat your expectations. Exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so do you guys – have you guys – like, you said you have um, – oh, I just forgot the guy's name that you said is on – Zakai. Zakai. Yeah. So are you guys – like, how does that work with tour players? Have you guys reached out? Do they normally reach out to you? Like – Cause your guys is lying. I mean, obviously it's sick. It's obviously a little on the crazy side, but for a tour player, cause they have all these fucking mm-hmm. stupid rules and stuff. But overall, I think like, is that your, not a, not your overall goal, but is that like a goal to get a guy not, on tour?
1: Not, not really. I mean, we probably have 20 or 25 guys on, you know, anywhere from like, not even on the corn Ferry tour to corn Ferry to PGA tour. Um, you know, one of our guys, again, when we kind of started this business, we had a guy, uh, his name's Eric, great guy out of Puerto Rico, and kind of knows everybody in Puerto Rico. And he's like, you know, wanted to be a wholesale distributor. I'm like, ah, this guy's kind of sketchy from Puerto Rico. Do we want to, you know, work with this guy? And uh, it tur- turns out he's, he's a great guy. And his best friend is Rafa Campos, who's on the PGA tour. Yeah. And he was like, hey, if you can get me some shirts, some polos for Rafa to wear um and overnight him to i think it was like punta cana like in 2021 or 25 2020, one of the, one of those years um i'll make sure that he wears him on the p i was like you can i'll overnight him it's going to be like a thousand bucks for Holy me to shit. get into punta cana you know for <laughs> he's like yeah yeah he'll wear him and he ends up losing in a playoff i think to joel D- uh, damon that weekend and so and he was rocking your rock that's weekend. so fucking yeah. sick it was awesome you know so it was like oh, well PJ worth it the... yeah i was like this was worth it you know <laughs> And that helped. And Puerto Rico's, you know, there's a huge fan base for our brand down in Puerto Rico because of Rafa. He's super connected. Um, And so, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's part of it, but um, we're not actively out there trying to get that. You know, I don't know how much it really buys. A lot of those guys, um, unless you're like a top 20 player, you're not even getting paid from an apparel brand. So, um, you know, you're getting paid from the sponsors that are on your, on your polo. Yeah. And the problem with some of our polos is like, it's hard to see an embroidered logo or something on the shirt. Cause it's, it's crazy. Yeah. The pattern's distracting, you know, but some of the guys who wear them love them because the cameras will pick them up and be like, look at this crazy shirt this guy's wearing, you know? And, um, but no, it's not like a huge, like, Hey, we're going to go out and sign 15 tour guys and, you know, pay them a bunch of money. We just don't see that penciling.
2: I was, I was going to say. Could you see a direct correlation between moving product with, with like because that's the thing like you said with guys on tour I mean unless you have a guy in contention you're really they're not getting a close enough view of like I mean it's a cool shirt but how do you identify the actual company you know and you guys have like the perfect little uh, logo right below your uh, button yeah Yeah, that's perfect Um, but have you seen anything like. And the connection down in Puerto Rico is a big deal, especially with him finishing second. But other than that, have you seen anything where some guys like, oh, I I saw this guy wearing this product and I wanted to buy it, or have you really heard of any of that?
1: I mean, it's hard to say. It's hard to track. It's hard to that. track, you track know, that. You know, yeah. an e-commerce brand, right? Um, and where are they coming from? So I'm sure it, it, it gets mixed into the funnel somehow. Yeah. Um. But yeah, not not really. Yeah. You know. I and if it does we're not seeing a huge push on that. And from, from other brands that I've heard and talked to, it's, it, you know, it's not a huge mover for them either. Okay, So I like
0: it. All right, super hard-hitting question. Where okay. did the name come from?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it randomly came to John, my partner who played football at CU. He was having a, a, a good night one night and uh, just kind of relaxing away. You can infer where I'm going at it. And he's like, hey, I think we should name it Pins and Aces. And I'm like, yeah, I like that name. That, that works for me. So uh just randomly came came to him and that's what we called it. Oh well There's got. no real you know, we try we're trying to try and have a couple different golf obviously terms into it and then the spade logo's been awesome. You know, it connects with like gamblers and golf and different things, so but it was just totally random. Yeah, we don't like gambling at all. No. <laughs> no, yeah, no, we're fucking, we're degenerates. <laughs> uh just like everybody else uh-huh. our
2: uh our generation. But um uh so what's your favorite golf course and this is kind of a a large bra you can give us a few answers but we talk a lot of we're we're big drive energy but we talk a lot of dnvr like we were born and raised here in colorado we talk a lot about our favorite courses in the area yeah if you had to pick like a favorite like front range course and a favorite mountain course in colorado where would you go
1: favorite mountain course is probably uh yeah there's there's a couple good ones i mean country club of the rockies is great i was Um, was gonna
2: say you've probably played some like we've played some pretty sick places but yeah cc of the rockies is fucking that's that
1: one that one's hard to beat for sure i like breckenridge golf club you know there's 27 there. that's a a good track i played there a couple weeks ago um and you know the greens were great that's a good course uh down here by far my favorite is bear creek you know bear Creek place is hard as fuck yeah it's hard it's a true golfers uh it, course yeah um, you know that's just that's it's got like the
2: it's got like the 1950s vibes where yeah. you like the whole dude's only thing
1: well and it's funny when i was there they used to have the the junior match play yeah every the cga year, cga and then the, the regular match play so like every other year it was always there one of the years and back when i graduated high school in 2008 so um back then it was, I don't know if it's still men only or it's it's still men's. Yeah, it it is men's only. They, they
2: put their foot in the ground there. They're not
1: not fucking budging. So they would like make, uh, the parents like drop. If it was your mom, she'd be like, okay, you got to stop here. I never thought about that. Yeah. the, The pro shop and stuff. They do have like a once a year women's like husband wife dinner kind of ball or something that they do there. Um, but anyways, I was in the pro shop and you know, Practicing or whatever before the round, and there's just some naked dude walking around in the pro shop, just butt naked, seventy year old dude walking like shoe shopping. I'm like, what? <laughs> He's just naked. Why is your dick out? Dude? Yeah, and it's just like that's. Are you sure that's you not know? where the
0: crooked dick thing? Came yeah, from. it's
1: not where it came from. Not there, but uh, it's just if it's all men, I guess people they they drink at the bar, butt naked. They go to the pro shop. It's crazy.
2: Imagine working there. Well, actually. Yeah. Um, I have a a good friend's dad has worked there for a while and I guess the place is just like, there's hookers and there's late women of the night, you know, they Mm -hmm. have like a women's dinner and these dudes are showing up. It's like, that's not your wife kind of thing. (laughs) Like, and it's like a don't ask, don't tell kind of thing. That's Um, probably true. Yeah. I have a couple of decent golf stories about Bear Creek and Breckenridge. Not, they're not really stories, but I think, so I shot one over par out at Bear Creek the first time I played it. And I, we were playing a five-some, and I was with my buddy, who's, like, a plus two. Um, his dad, who's older, but he played uh, multiple USAMs, like, good stick. Three of the four of the other guys were, like, scratch or plus. None of them broke 80. And I shot 73 and, like, boat raced him. And that was, like, one of the best rounds of golf. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, we were talking about in the clubhouse, some naked dude with his dick out pokes his head around the corner. He's like, you shot 73? I was like, yeah, dude, put a towel on, but yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> the, the, a couple of guys were like, holy shit. Like, cause we, there's one hole out there where they just added a tee box and it's like obscene where, uh, it's whole f- 15, the par four with mm-hmm. the water on the right. And then you have to hit the approach. Yep, yep. s- is it 16? 16. Uh, yeah. 16,
1: 16 before the part three. three yeah. The lake, yeah. So they
2: made added like a new tee box where you have to like fade it like 30 yards they kind of tucked it back like closer mm. to the, the previous green. Yeah. And it's just like the most obscene golf hole. And then I played it again, shot like 78 or some shit. But then up at Breckenridge is probably like my favorite mountain course. Cause when I was 19, I went up there with one of my buddies just for fun. We were just going to play an afternoon round and two of the cart barn guys come out and they're like, you guys want a money game? And I'm like, fuck yeah. And I mean, I was a good stick at the time. I started like four under through seven and I shot like 66 and just boat raced them on my own and they fucking, and then one of the other cart barn guys came over and goes, dude, they've been taking everybody's and they weren't good. Like, I mean, yeah, I yeah. guess relative to like the rest of golfers, they were decent. Right. They could probably right. break 80, but I just like wrecked them. And I was like, this is, this is the shit. So I just, yeah, I just got on like a good vibe from Brett golf club. And, um, just like you said that it's a good, great Jack Nicholas design. And, normally like mountain golf can be really janky. Like, Mm -hmm. like I I hate to throw that out there, but Jim Ng has made some designs in his day that, um, I wouldn't be super proud of, but I'm sure he's done. He's done really well. Like Lakota Canyon. Have you ever played there Mm. in in Newcastle? Mm. Um, it's, if you're hitting it good you can fucking shoot like 59 if you're a
0: decent player it's just like you miss one the, th- little thing here or there and it's the just typical
2: way like on landing yeah. on this hill it kicks 30 yards right straight down to the flag or yep. like you know, 200 like calm, foot elevated it's like a tease. calm down fossil trace kind oh okay. Of, yeah. yeah okay mm-hmm. but yeah so i i like colorado uh, colorado golf gets a stigma where everybody just thinks colorado's just mountains and it's like oh there's mm. plenty of other yeah golf out there exactly so, yeah um
0: well spence well, i had one last question is there a is there a uh, like a golf like a clothing line-ish not line what's the word i'm looking for um product that you guys haven't made yet that you're th- considering yeah. making
1: yes yeah, so, yeah so we are in the development right now of uh, shorts pants joggers so okay. you know our our kind of whole thing is like not shoes i don't think you know i'm Don't quote me on it. I don't ever want to make shoes. I think shoes is just something we wouldn't want to get into. But anything from like socks up, we wanna we wanna make. So right now, you know, we make pullovers, polos, belts, socks, gloves, hats, you know, sweaters, all that stuff. But we don't make a short or a pant. And I think it's just you know we've been working on it for a while, and I just want it to be differentiated and better than what's out there. Mm -hmm. And um, we just haven't quite found it. But we uh, we did kind of approve a final sample. Uh, last week so those should be coming in in the next i don't know six weeks to, six to eight weeks or so that's awesome. Oh yeah yeah
0: because yeah, that's like i mean you like loudmouth is obviously like the main competitor in that yeah realm, and i don't think
1: i don't think we'll go like print crazy like you know you can't wear a pattern with a pattern shirt you yeah so exactly well, say that again for yeah, so people are fucking listening <laughs> holy sh- christ don't wear like striped shorts with a ver- you know an opposite striped shirt or a pattern shirt i mean if you're wearing a pattern shirt you wear solid shorts. That's
2: well, dude, do you TV. even see it, like, not even in golf on TV. You see, like, these TNT guys. They have, like, a, a plaid um, ch- polo on and then, like, a checkered tie. And, like, it's just so out of left field. Yeah. Like, learn oh, how, who fucking
1: dressed you? I, I know.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we just need to educate people. Maybe we'll do, like, a, a TikTok or whatever on just educating people Oh, on, that's actually a fucking good idea. Like, how to down. pick out an outfit. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I
0: legit have... Bla- I just buy black and white polos so I can wear your pullovers. Right. Because I'm a big pullover guy. Like, I can wear a pullover and it's 100 degrees, high, I wear a pullover. Yeah. But I can't be wearing one of your shirts under a pullover unless it's like kind of the same. like right. right. You know? So you have to, like, 100%. people have to fucking learn that, dude, because 100%. that drives me insane. I'm well,
1: like, and that's why some of them, like, I like the solid collar with the, like, the crazy print because if you are wearing a pullover that's over it, clutch. it looks a little bit better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, then like a distracting collar, but. We go both ways with it, um, but yeah, I mean, so definitely some new, uh, some good stuff coming up in the future.
0: Fuck yeah, love that! All right, before we get out of here, we're gonna do our our grand slam segment of drinks on the golf course. So it's a little snake draft. We each pick four, um, and since you're the guest, you get to choose the order. So you can either go first. Obviously, second, you're in between every round, or third, you get back-to-back picks in the first round and the second round. I'll,
1: I'll go third.
2: You go third. Yeah. All right, Mitchell, you want to lead it off? Um. Yeah, I'll, I'll lead it off. And I don't know how well it'll play with everybody in the public, but it's something like a train I got on and I just can't get off of. Is, we know it's coming. N- no, it's not a transfusion. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to I'm sorry to pick drop because yeah, yeah. I'm sure that'll get tossed in at uh-huh. the – Whatever. But yeah, I'm not a basic bitch. Like okay. I'm kind of basic, but I'm not that basic. Nick's like, fuck, I love transfusion.
1: <laughs> Sometimes. Not a huge fan.
2: Yeah. Um, I gotta go with vodka soda splash of cranberry. Okay. Like that's my fucking jam, dude. Like it's so refreshing. Preferably Tito's is my vodka of choice. And just a little bit, like I used to hate cranberry juice, and I think like either I'm an alcoholic or I've grown up a little bit because I, like, have started, to like... I think it's both. Probably. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, I've started to like that bitterness a little bit where right. I used to be like, oh, that tastes like shit. And now I'm like, give me that cranberry juice. Yeah. So pretty much anything that doesn't give me heartburn. So that's kind of, like, a, a lead on my picks. But, okay. um, yeah, I'm, like, seventies. So. All right.
0: All right, so my first pick is going to be the classic morning round Bloody Mary. Okay. I, I just have to have one of those, like... Heartburn. I hate them. I, I don't hate them, I guess. They're, like, a... They're, like, right in the middle of my actual favorite drinks, and, like, I only can have one. But it's just, like, to me, when I get to the course, the first thing I want is, like,
1: Bloody Mary. I like that. I love Bloody Marys, too. So, I think mine, you know, what we've been kind of drinking this year uh, that is really good is um, vodka lemonade. And, uh, you know, that's just kind of refreshing. Have you dipped Uh, into
2: Pink Whitney at all? uh Uh-uh. Have you ever heard of Pink Whitney? Uh-huh. It's pink lemonade vodka. Oh, okay. So you drop some soda in there, and that's oh. that shit's fire. That's it? Okay. But vodka lemonades, yeah, yeah, vodka those lemonade. those hit. It's just good right now. Yeah, right now. Kind of yeah, thing. and it's like you go through phases where you're like, oh, for this sure. is so okay. good on the golf course. Next year, you're like, oh, I don't, I'm not really feeling that. You switch it up, but for sure. Um, so you have another pick now.
1: Oh, uh, my next, <laughs> uh, my next pick probably honestly just uh silver bullet. You know, yeah, just that's... go with with those and uh, or or uh, a Coors O, yeah, yep. uh, Maybe of those. If I'm going to be drinking beer, it's probably one of those two. Yep, hundred percent.
2: <laughs> 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 no, like that's growing up in Colorado, it's, we just yeah. have that allegiance. Exactly. Like, that's why I said about the Coors Light. Like I, I just can't dr- bring myself to drink Bud Light. Right. So I respect right. it. Right. Um, Spencer, you're up.
0: All right. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna pander a bit uh, to one of our sponsors, but uh, Breckenridge beer, but it has to be the Strawberry Sky. Hmm. The Strawberry Sky is one of the best. Like, I'm not a big beer drinker in general, but it's one of the beers that, like, I can go 12. Straight. I've never like, had it.
1: I want to, to try that. Dude, we
0: got to get you some of yeah. it. Like, it, it it's is fire. Ph- it's phenomenal. And their branding, which we're going to hook up after this, we're going to hook you up with Breck. We're going to do the Breck shirt. Um, but their branding on the Strawberry Sky and just their branding in general, their logo, is kind yeah. of like. It,
1: Aren't they an Anheuser Busch company now? They too? got bought out. So by I them. mean, I mean, just let them know. Bud Light, you yeah, Anheuser Busch. So. Hell
0: yeah, because the, they're the branding on the Strawberry Sky can is sick,
2: and it could be like a yeah. sick oh that that polo suite. would be super sick. Yeah. Um. All right, so my next pick, I have back to back. Correct, Spencer. Yep. Um. My next pick's going to be. I am weird. I don't I've heard a lot of negative reviews on these but like like Truly Iced Teas I think hit. Like I fucking love Truly Iced Teas and I just thought of another one that I don't know why I didn't pick it but I can't say it. You have back-to-back um, picks? Oh yeah, I can fucking say <laughs> it. And this sounds fucking stupid but a like a fucking John Daly is Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, that I can't believe I Like if I could flip-flop those, well we'll figure that out but um yeah like and my thing is though is I don't like homemade Arnold Palmers I like them in a can probably cuz they're sweeter mm. um but the people always put too much iced tea in it then it just tastes like iced tea yep. like I don't love iced tea Same. I love like a touch of iced tea
1: mostly lemonade exactly yeah. exactly
2: yeah. and most people fuck that up like yeah. if you go anything more than 80 lemonade, 20 iced tea. Then it tastes like fucking iced tea. The Right ratio, What's exactly. On
1: TikTok, how to make the proper. John there you Daly, go, because it. Right if ratio. you're making a John
2: Daly, it's got to be like 60 percent lemonade, 20 percent iced tea, 20 percent vodka. That hits. Yeah. So those are my two back-to-back picks. Okay. All right, next
0: one. Um, it's just I'm gonna go with the classic. I think it's. Pro- it's got to be the most ordered shot on a golf course, and that's just shot a fireball. Ah, shot a fireball. Shot yeah. a fireball for the group. I feel like that's just the fucking. I don't know if I've ever. I blacked actually... out at Phoenix Country Club in, earlier this year on Fireball. Yeah, Mitchell was fucking. He was pissing on the road. There's like literally <laughs> a road and a fucking fence that's like. Have you ever pretty played Phoenix Country in... Club? No. Okay. Oh, there's dude, there's that little corner. Right
2: like there's a few holes that run along the fence, and I just had to let it fly. The Bevcart chick was like blacked out. She gave me. I I usually. I don't know how this sounds, but it's my routine. If I can have three like beers or. Tr- whatever um or sell three beers or seltzers per nine and one shot like i'm but i'm really buzzed but i can still play good golf like that's like my right, sweet right. spot but if i have three shots like if i usually go front nine shot back nine shot but i took two shots on the back nine because she poured an extra on accident which i didn't have to take like nobody had me fucking nobody <laughs> had a gun up. to my head but i took it and it just fucked me so i i can't I gotta have, draw a line somewhere. I'll fucking
0: show you after the pods over. We went to like the nicest steakhouse in Phoenix called Duran's. Oh yeah, he was fucking face down asleep on the on his seventy dollar <laughs> fillet. That's how fucked <laughs> up he was. Didn't even take
2: one fucking bite of it. I had this yeah, and he didn't even oh fucking have the presence of mind to pack it up for me. I woke up hungry and hung dude because we
0: rented a fucking Ford Fiesta and I was obviously not like sober. You know, and yeah. we had to get a rental car home so I was like dude I wasn't worried about your fucking steak. I had I one, worried about getting the shit car I had home. one
2: espresso martini at the bar and I just fucking nighty night like it just <laughs> yeah it was a rough night <laughs> so that's awesome. my last fireball story but oh, that's funny. um so that's a, that's a good pick that's a little pandering cuz that that touches everybody a if you've played golf you've had a shot of fireball on the oh, course absolutely. so yeah all right, you got your back-to-back finisher
0: up.
1: Okay, and- back to—I got to I gotta, I gotta go two. Okay, so we did the fireball shot. Sometimes what we'll do, too, is a tequila shot, depending if the cart girl's got good tequila. Um, What's your tequila of choice? You know, Don Julio is is good. Um, but, you know, I'm not a tequila snob, honestly. Like, people are going to— shit on me for saying Patron. Oh, he's Patron. <laughs> I don't mind the Patron. Um, I even like, uh, what's the 1800? 1800, 1800, uh, you know, not, not bad. I like the silver tequilas more yeah. than the, the gold tequilas. Um, but you know, not, not a huge tequila snob to be honest. I think
2: that it's more easy to shit on. Like I like to say I liked Casamigos before it was cool, but now everybody just shits on anyone that likes Casamigos. Cause it's like, pretty like frat bro you know like mm-hmm. you have a little bit of money and you buy a fucking nice bottle of tequila so yeah. patron's almost like i feel like past getting shit for anymore cuz it's just like that mainstay
1: well and the problem with patron is it's like not that great but it's just overpriced like Yeah, you can get something better
2: oh for sure you know I for think, sure
1: i think that the next i get another one Yep. next one pick. you know probably traditional whiskey coke you yeah. know nothing too crazy uh good whiskey coke maybe even just Jack and Coke is Jack, good for me. Jack and Diet's you know? my go-to. Yeah, Jack and um,
2: Diet. I love a good Captain and Diet, and I can say that because it's not my pick, but I love, like, rum and Coke's hard to miss. Yeah. Um, one other, like, my early morning. is, is this my to, No, you're trying to fuck Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I'm my, sorry. I get my last pick. Yeah, you go ahead. I'm actually in between two right now. I, um,
0: I'm going to go. I'm just going to go with the, the vodka Red Bull
1: yeah I, sugar-free I, like,
0: yeah sugar-free red mm-hmm. bull and that's just one of those where it's like makes it feel healthy that's like a 14th hole drink <laughs> it's like a 14th hole drink for me where i'm like kind of dragging and i want to pull myself out of it and finish yeah you're you like know. i kind
1: of need to hydrate a little bit this is a little bit more hydrating yeah <laughs> yeah how and many then, of
0: those do we have your bachelor party like eight million? Oh god yeah and too many we ran the city of uh, the fucking city of Florida and
2: state of Florida.
0: Clear water. Yeah. yeah. Clearwater, oh yeah. We, Beach. we went through Had it. Had no
2: red Bull and vodka left. Um, <laughs> all right. My last pick is like my morning drink that won't get me hung over. It's like horribly bad for you, but it's tequila sunrise. Yeah. Fucking mm. fire. Those are good. Yeah. You can't really go wrong. Mm. The grenadine. It's just like mm-hmm. basically. Cir- you up. Yeah. Just basically fucking hummingbird yeah. water, but That's it's awesome. fire. Yeah. And tequila, like the thing I like about tequila is it almost has, like, a little, like, saltiness to it. In my opinion, that's what it tastes like to me. So it almost feels like it's, like, a salt rim glass, but it's not. Like, tequila just gives it that little bit of, like, salty taste, and then OJ, like, tears me up inside, but I just deal with it, so. (laughs) (laughs) There's certain battles I'm willing to. See, that's, like, tequila for me. I can't
0: do it, like. Tequila is like the drink, the drink I'll have, like second to last drink at the bar when I know there's no chance of me doing anything after and just going home. Mm-hmm. It just knocks me out. Like it, I'm so drunk when I take tequila. <laughs> so I avoid it at all costs on the golf course. Yeah, uh, you're kind
2: of a lightweight anyways. You weren't, you weren't yeah. built like this. No. <laughs> I, don't don't look look down. Like, I don't look like a fucking propane tank. Right? <laughs> that That is correct. Um,
0: uh, all right, I think is that yeah, all that's it nick thanks for joining yeah, thanks us for man having me. make sure you guys check out pins and com. that's p-i-n-s-a-n-d-a-c-e-s.com use our promo code bde you're getting 15 percent off plus free shipping uh like nick said dropping the zippo polos i'm looking at it right now you're not so make sure you check it out friday uh, he said it's gonna sell what you think 20 30 minutes yeah once be, it drops be in 20 minutes it, and yeah. So make sure you're checking that out. What time does it release Friday? To the m. No- to the normal people. 10
1: a.m. Mountain
2: time. 10
0: a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Friday. Check. Should it we out. Should we wear Pins those and Friday
2: ooses. and like get a pack of Marlboro Reds? Oh you're yeah, just, just, up. Just, just light Just ripping up. darts. Yeah,
0: we're gonna be playing City Park Friday. Hopefully Nick's coming out to yep. join us and being a being there at City Park. Um, uh, we'll see. We'll put his scramble te- scramble uh, skill to the test. But that's always my. We did like a draft of like. Uh, we did our Grand Slam of, like, types of golf, and I had, like, scramble golf, my fucking peak. I okay. love it, because I can just fucking swing away. I, I usually get some old dude in my group up. that yeah. hits it, like, 240 right down the middle. Yeah. Just green light it. That's, you got to back up. Yeah. I'm all right. Yeah. But when I'm playing by myself, I'm fucked, <laughs> generally speaking.
1: Well, we'll have to get, all, get out and play. Oh, you know, we got to make some, One of these uh, places. some
0: course content. That would be sure. fire, yeah. And make sure you guys are is at Pins and Aces Co on Instagram, right? On TikTok, on TikTok, Pins, Pins, at Pins, Pins Co, and Aces at Pins and Aces on Instagram. Somebody stole your fucking TikTok. Yeah, we're working on that. Okay, <laughs> that I was gonna was say CD that, sent out to that guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> fucking take that. The legal yeah. team's hot right yeah, now. They're <laughs> hot.
1: They're hot to trot. Yeah, <laughs>
0: love it. Well, thanks again, Nick. Appreciate you. And uh, make sure you're checking out Pins and Aces. We're gonna be rocking it for the rest of our lives. It's the best golf company, best golf apparel company there is. So, sweet. Peace. peace
1: absolutely